Get your mental fitness on with the kings of the heart. My name is Tariq Omari Walton. And always, as always, I am joined with my brother, Dr. John Hart. Dr. Hart, how you feeling, my man? How are you feeling? I am feeling really good, my man. It's good to see you always. Good to see you too, brother. And I'm ready for another show. Ready for another great topic, my man. All right, man. Well, we have a great topic for our listeners today. I want to break it down a little bit. The wife gave me this idea. Why don't we talk about what it means to be equally yoked? Because when people bring up being equally yoked, they often think about it in religious terms. Correct. But don't think about all the different ways in which a couple needs to be yoked. So let's talk about that. Let's break it down. That sound good to you? Yeah, it sounds really good. All right. Sounds really, really good. So let's just jump right into it, man. So when when I say that term, equally yoked, how do you define that? What what pops into your mind when you think about what it means to be equally yoked? Um, I I you know word association. I just think immediately of partnership, working mm-hmm. together, right? Uh, stability, uh, equity, um, mm, team, team teamwork, right? Uh, you know when I think equally yoked, I mean um, I didn't you know I have a little background. My parents and grandparents like on a farm. Like that that's the other. That's the other context where equally yoke, you know, usually is background you know, on a farm. Yoke. You got to break that one down a little bit, man. I haven't heard that story. Uh, <laughs> no, it's 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 you know, with with my grandparents, like they had farms and, okay. and stuff like that. So right. I didn't I didn't do any work on a farm, but my my parents did, and so they okay. always told stories. And so part of it is like when you have animals like working together, like like oxen, you know, and 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 those kind of things. You use the yoke. Right. right. I don't know if our listeners, right? But you use the yoke and that keeps two animals working together. Ah, okay. Okay. You never heard that? Like if there's a farm yeah, the yoke, reference yeah, around. Yeah. Like, yeah. The yoke, yeah. yeah. And I, I just never put those two together. But yeah, it's a good point. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you put think about it, guys. It's like so you you get two animals, ox, you know, oxen or however you want to describe it, and the yoke, it's it's pretty much like a wooden bar that puts their heads together. Right. So that side they by, work so side in by unison, side. right? Side right. by side, so they work together, right? Right. And so when I was describing it, like that's where my reference was coming from. It wasn't the biblical as you were referring to, but right. my mind was going immediately to the idea of working together, side by side, equity, stability, uh, partnership, yeah. right? So good, you know, good and, words, good words. For yeah, that. right. Just so that's so I'll stop there. And 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 what? what but for you, brother Rico, I mean, when you hear equally yoked. I mean, like, what does that mean to you in the context of relationships, whether synonyms or references kind of like I I threw out there? Yeah. You know, first time I heard the term, it was always being used in um, reference to religion and being people being of the same faith. Right. You know, but when I think about it myself, I think about all the different ways that we're compatible. You know, those things that align each other, you know, as a couple. How are you guys aligned? I love the, the term equity. You know, how is this an equitable relationship based off of who you guys are, what your experiences are, what it is that you guys do, and not based off of just your beliefs? I think right. beliefs plays a, they can play a role there. But overall, it's really about how are you guys aligned? 
And yep. I think when you limit it to just religion, then you miss out on all the other components that go into having a healthy relationship, particularly yep. how are you guys compatible? Yeah. And so let's, let's expand the definition. I, just like we just said, let's expand the definition beyond just your traditional reference of what it means to be equally yoked and understand that. I love that, that farm reference because it really is like two people. How are you guys going to pull through this together? How are you guys going to share this worldview? Yep. You know, and how are you yep. guys actually, again, sitting in alignment with one another? That's what I think about with, yeah. with being equally yoked. Yeah. Yeah. Alignment is a really great word, I think, for this conversation, because that does speak to things like compatibility, but also like other ideas around like equity and mm -hmm. and and because it all shapes your perspective. If you feel you're in alignment with your partner, things for the most part run a little bit smoother. Right. Um, doesn't mean that there aren't pro um, problems, but it, it, it speaks more so to the underlying uh, ideas of like values, uh, strategies, mm -hmm. perspectives, those all shape our relationships in so many different ways. And so, you know, for us, it's like, it is important to talk about being equally yoked. And right. what does that mean? But like, how do you manage mm -hmm. uh, that dynamic? Because it's not a smooth thing to become aligned right. when you're dealing with two different people from relatively different backgrounds. Yeah. And what you find, there are so many people who are so out of alignment because they don't talk about what ways they are right. compatible, what ways they are equally yoked. You know, you look yeah. at somebody, you, you fall in love, you know, you have some things in common, but it goes beyond just those, you know, those commonalities. Again, it gets I compatibility, agree. you know, and I, I, I can't tell you how many clients you talk to. It's like, yo, how did you guys even hook up? This, this, you really have no. nothing in common. You guys enjoy some of the same things, but in terms of your personalities and your, your worldview, you know, they're yeah. so out of alignment with one another. How do you even hook up? You yeah, know, and so it's, true. it's important to discuss, you know, those things that keep you that, that you recognize, um, keep you in alignment with your partner. You know, I, I have to go back and kind of tell this story. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I practice Buddhism, you know, mm -hmm. for those yep. listeners who don't know. And, yep. you know, living in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, being in the United States overall, you know, a lot of black people practice Christianity right. and that is their their faith. And that's what they hold on to. And for a lot of, you know, based on your faith, oftentimes you don't want to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't share the same faith, whether it's, you know, for deep spiritual reasons, whether it's for um, cultural reasons, whether it's for, you know, having somebody to, to go to church with you and raise that church family. And so being here in the D.C. area um, early when I first got here, 20 years, literally been 20 years ago last month, um, mm -hmm. when I started dating in the area, I found that to be a, 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 a not a trigger, but a, a roadblock for mm -hmm. moving beyond dating with people here where, mm -hmm. you know, you'll meet a lot of sisters who are very heavy in the church. I mean, we are we live in the the I'm telling you. capital of mega churches, you know, some people are deeply involved in the churches way beyond just the spiritual, but very culturally in this area. And when, you know, you have the conversation around, OK, what do you practice with your faith? Because that comes up instantly. And you don't ha share the same faith. I've noticed women like kind of bend away from me. You know, you kind of mm. see them shrink away. It's mm. like, oh, oh, okay, so oh, you're 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 doing that. Okay, oh, all right. And the conversation about being equally yoked came up often, and always in like I said, always in that religious context. It was as if you know we don't share the same faith, so we aren't equally yoked, so we can't be together. I remember mm. one sister in particular said, well. 
you know, I look at you and you have about 25 qualities. I mean, there's about 25 qualities I have on my list of what I want in a man. You have about 24 of them. The only one you don't have is that we don't practice the same faith and we're not equally yoked. And so you're going to allow that to be the thing that keeps you apart from one another. And so if there are other areas where we are in much better alignment, except for that one, that's the one that you're allowing to, to stop you. And I, I can't, I can't argue with you there. You know, I can't argue. I can't say that you're wrong for that, but you want to look at so much more than just the faith, you know, right. and, and how you, how actually how you're living. You I can agree. be, you can That's share well the same said, faith yeah. with somebody and be, you know, equally yoked in that way and out of alignment in every other way, which is something else I've seen. You know, you guys aren't well paired, aren't well aligned, aren't very compatible in any other thing other than the fact that you guys go to the same church. Yeah, you that's know. a good point. That that's a good point. And 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 what do you what do you think or how do you think that messes some folks up? It limits them. It it really limits your ability to connect with people in other ways. I get it. You want to have, you know, you you want to raise your family in a particular way. So when you think about um, sharing a life with somebody, that is a very important factor for you. But recognize how much you're limiting your um, chances of meeting somebody that you're truly compatible with because you're only focusing on that one area. Again, I can't say that you're wrong for doing that. I just Agreed. want you to recognize what your, your limitations, that you're limiting yourself, you're, you're, you're shrinking your pool to say um, when you only focus on that religious aspect of being equally yoked. What happens when you, again, you meet somebody that you share the same faith with, but you're incompatible in almost every other way? Are you going to force it because you guys go to church together? Or are you going to say, well, okay, there are other areas that are almost as significant as this that we need to explore? That's a, that's a good point. I, uh, you know, when you were talking, I think a lot about folks who do um, miss out on so many different like opportunities. Um, whether it's dating or whether it's just getting to know people, it's also we can also just keep it basic, like just even from like a, a association kind of standpoint. Friendships, right? Yeah, man. Right. You know, um, and 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 at times, like the equally yoke conversation can spiral out of control and be harmful. I mean, that's just how life is, where there are good intentions, even even within this particular um, frame, you know, from a biblical standpoint, but. Right. Um, you know, Brother Reek brings up a really good point. I mean, you being a marriage and family therapist, like we've seen over and over and over again, where folks can be, you know, let's say equally yoked in religion, mm -hmm. and just be like piss poor, incompatible. <laughs> right. Else. Yeah. Or or not just religion, like fill in whatever filler you want to, folks. But what it what it what we're saying is that you as a human being are very nuanced, and so is your partner. And right. I always remind my uh, clients about that and so there has to be some openness and flexibility there goes that word again there has to be some flexibility where you're not asking and not just strictly religious right mm -hmm. we're not asking believers to you know be with non-believers you'd be with whoever you want to be with right but in terms of a compatibility standpoint you have to understand if you're not dating someone who is the exact replica of you you have to revise your idea of what equally yoked is and what it looks Indeed. like in a relationship. Right, right. And let's talk about that a little bit. You know, what are some other areas that are very significant when it comes to being compatible, when it comes to being equally yoked? When you're trying to align with your partner, what are other areas outside of religion that are significant 
to having a a fruitful and healthy relationship? Finances. Okay. T- Straight up. Talk about it, brother. Talk about well, it. Yeah, I mean, like, come on. It's, it's one of the top three, you know, uh, things that can that can crush a marriage, a relationship. Mm-hmm. Finances are big. Right. You know, like, what does it look like? I, I have couples that will strictly go by the numbers. Mm-hmm. I bring in this. My partner's not bringing in as much. Right. Or there are people out there who was like, they have a figure in their mind. I need to be with someone who brings in six figures. I need someone who at least bring in. It's like, okay, fine. But again, <laughs> the implications of that is how are you going about those conversations, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it's already hard. The economy is hard as as, as, as as it is. And so you're not going to find that many people making that kind of money. Right. But when I also say finances, you're also talking about the underlying ideals that come with finances. One good example, decision making. Yep. There we go. Yep. Right. So you could be equally yoked. Both partners can literally keep bring can, can both bring in two hundred thousand dollars. Cool. Good for y'all. That's right. an amazing net income to be bringing in. That's pretty but, nice. Right. But are you equally yoked around decision making? Right. Don't let the numbers fool mm-hmm. you. I've worked with couples who both partners are bringing in a good amount of money. And I've also worked with partners, um, work with couples in which someone's making a tremendous amount of money or you have folks who are stay at home parents or stay-at-home partners. Right. And to what extent is that equally yoked? Right. It, are you guys yoked in certain respects, but then not others? Finances is such a big deal that it can override our definitions of what equally yoked is. And that's what I was referring to about, you got to revise it. But break it down. Break down decision-making a little bit more. What do you mean by decision-making? Okay, well, for the most part, I think it's, you know, there's always common knowledge around folks who have money have power. Okay. okay? And if you are in a relationship, for the most part, and if you are bringing in a good amount of money or you're with someone who's bringing a good amount of money, there's these internal dialogues and schemas that we've developed, whether from our families or from society that says, Mm -hmm. well, because you are bringing in a lot, you're bringing in the bacon or whatever metaphor you want to use, then you have a little bit more leverage to dictate, to advocate, to promote whatever internal individual agenda you seem fit for the relationship Correct. and for the family. Right. And so when but when it's not when it's not explicitly talked about, now we've isolated our partner even from the standpoint of, well, I don't make much, but I don't feel like I can speak because I stay at home mm-hmm. or I don't make as much. Now we're impacting the decision making. Right. You know what I mean? But it's so nuanced because it's uh, it can go so many different ways. I don't want to keep rambling. But another thing that I've seen is what about couples in which from a financial standpoint, one person is the breadwinner and the other person has decided to like stay at home. Well, sometimes like it can actually play out that the parent that stays at home develops a stronger leverage around parenting if the kids are involved. Because right. why? I'm home all the time. Right. I I'm see what them. they're going through. Right. So you don't get to come from work being gone 12 14 hours and then think that you're about to shake up the system that i've developed right. with the kids you see what i mean like right. that's what i mean guys right. by like this so you're, you're really talking you're really talking about equity. equity you're really talking about equity you're really talking yeah, about how exactly and you know equity around the household you know how you guys not are necessarily equal in in the resources that you're bringing in but fairness right that's what equity right. is more so about. Fairness, that, equity and that is balance. Not, it's not, exactly. Fair, right. Equity is about balance and fairness. It's right. not about being equal. Right. So that's why I tell people you got to be very careful about the um, throwing out equally yoked because right. there are other aspects of the conversation that you have to have in a relationship. Right. Being equally yoked. Again, and I think that's an important point to make. Being equally yoked doesn't mean being equal. No. It doesn't mean being equal. You guys don't have to be mere images of each other. It means how are you guys compatible? How are you guys equitable? 
within your relationship. You know, you have that balance. You got to balance each other out. When you said decisions, the first place my mind went to was decision-making around money, how you spend money, how you yeah. save money, how you All invest money. All you know, of that. Because oftentimes we don't have those conversations. We're nope. assuming that, you know, our spending habits are going to be the same because it doesn't make sense to us. But then you marry somebody and all of a sudden you're figuring, you, you see, okay, what happened to all that money we were saving? Where's that going? And you find out, yo, your, your mate has this, these nasty spending habits that there is no same. They don't, there's money in the bank. Hey, money is meant to be spent. And so they approach it from that way. So there, you're not equally yoked. You're, you're, you're thinking around what it means to, to save money, to spend money are different. Yeah. And so it's a matter of getting in alignment with that. You have to get in agreement on what that looks like. But I agree. you don't yeah. think about that. So now you're sitting in front of us saying, well, you know, every time we make a little bit of money, it's, it's right out the window because they're spending it. Well, guess what? That's about, again, having a, a understanding of how your mate deals with money. Right. What kind of decisions do they make around money? Do they want to invest? You know, are you with somebody who wants to be a, a, a land, landlord? You know, you want to buy rental income and they don't. You know, that too is about being equally yoked. I mean, you you can have your own private interests, but yeah. do they support that kind of spending or saving or investing? You know, so thinking about that, how are you deciding what to do with the money that you're both bringing in? Yeah. You know, as much as who has and who wields what power around the household based on how much money that person brings in. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and again, like, that's why I went straight to finances. I think as we're breaking it down, it's one of the most complex areas around equity it being oh equally young and da, 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 da. because like I said, I like there are, there are high earning couples where both partners are bringing in, but it doesn't mean that the decision-making it's right. Yeah, Am I wrong? Not, not, right. even, not even close again. Right. Cause one person wants to go on vacations every other week. The other person's like, yo, we have to save for our future. Correct. <laughs> you know, that, Correct. that doesn't sound like alignment to me. Right. You know, yeah. and so yeah. you have to talk about it. You have to talk yeah. about it. And again, exactly. you want to have these conversations beforehand. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, it's not something you want to find out after you've gotten married. You know, you can't cover every topic before you get married, but it's something that you do definitely want to try and talk about. You know? I agree. But, no, I definitely agree. But the funny thing is when you see people who have been together for years and they've made advances in their careers while they've been together. So when they first started off, they didn't have a lot of money to spend, but now as they're getting older, now you're seeing and and more making more advances in their careers and, and they're doing better financially. You see the different things come out. You know, for yeah, some people, depending on how they were raised, hey, we have it. It needs to be spent. Depending on how they were raised, hey, we may not have it, so let's save. Yeah. You know, but now you're seeing that as you progress, so you have to continue to have these conversations in your relationships even after you get married. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, Brother Rico? Is another example, another topic where. Uh, this idea of being equally yoked as as we're defining it around equity, but also around working together, alignment, compatibility. What's another topic you, you, you've you seen uh, over time be, be an issue of concern? I say family, you know, yeah. from, from family planning to yeah. how you interact with your family, you know, how much access your family has to you, the boundaries you have with your family. That's all about being equally yoked. Because when you meet, <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh about this one, but when you <laughs> when you come from a family who happens to be very, very close and you're with a mate who is not close to anyone in their family, they're very distant from their family. Oftentimes, 
um, that can be, it can, it can work in two different ways. One, they can be very well aligned with your family because it's actually what they've been looking for, that sense of closeness. Or yep. on the other side of it, you realize that they may actually be the problem themselves. And the reason yep. why they're so out of alignment with their family is because of something going on with them. You know, and so you want to be able to explore that with each other. You want to be able to talk about that a little bit more with each other. But again, that is also a, a sign of being equally yoked. Um, you know, how are you connecting with your family? You know, but then we start thinking about children, having kids together. Do you want to have kids? You know, if you're with somebody who's who's kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know if I really want to do that. You know, and you really want to have children. Guess what? You're not equally yoked. You're out of alignment in that thinking. If you want to have six kids, yep. and your, your mate only wants to have one. Yeah. You're out of alignment there. You know, so it's a matter of, have, again, having those discussions, but recognizing, again, where you guys are matching up or at least are close in how you're thinking about what you want to do with your family planning or how you want to connect with your family. Do you believe in visiting your family for the holidays? You know? Yeah. I do. You don't. So yeah. how do we do that? Oh, I just want to stay home during the holidays. Well, I want to go see my family. I can't tell you how often I've heard that argument. Oh, man. I mean, that's why the holidays are always a very sensitive time. Even yeah. For us. Yeah. Sessions get yeah. heated during the holidays. Right. You are my family. We should be home. Well, no, yeah. I'm used to going to visit my family in, yep. you know, Tim, Timbuktu. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I want to go see them. You're out of alignment there. You're out of alignment there. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 hard. And I think, you know, when you were talking, I was I was going back to where I was sharing to the audience about like that idea of like the yoke on a farm. It's it's that wooden, you know, it's it's that wooden part mm -hmm. that holds them that almost forces them to work together. Right. And, and my question to you, um, as we're talking about this is, are, are there mechanisms that can that, that can make it easier for couples to start working in better alignment, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. But remember, we're talking about being equally yoked. Right. But remember the yoke part, and we're not talking about the religious part. That's why right. I want to stress the the farm analogy I gave the audience because mm -hmm. it's an actual mechanism. It's a yeah. wooden. Go look it right. up. It's a wooden thing. <laughs> right. It is. Right. And so I'm I'm thinking for our for our listeners, um, what would be what are some mechanisms or any strategies or whatever that you think could work and help them work together. Since that is the goal some couples have, being equally yoked. Right. I think the first thing to do is to have a conversation around what it means to be on a team with somebody. Yeah. You know, how do you guys work together? You know, what are your goals? Understanding what your goals are. And I think that's the main thing. What are the goals that you have for yourself? What are the goals that you have as a couple? Yep. And having that kind of conversation so you know what is it that you guys are working towards? Are you guys even working towards the same goals? Do you see things in a way that... Um, align again with what your partner's seeing for themselves. You know, so you have to think about what does it mean to be a team? When you think about, when we have conversations about teamwork, us being a team, we have a common goal. You and I want to win, right, Dr. John? We want of to course. win. And of we want to make sure we want to, we want to educate our listeners. We want to entertain our listeners. And we have a common goal. And so as a team, we work towards that every time we sit down, we get together. Even when we're planning things out. That's how we, we have that goal in common. And so when you think about trying to build a, a, a strong relationship with somebody and thinking about what it means to be equally yoked and how to make that work for you, you have to think about that sense of teamwork. How are we a team? What does a team do? What are our roles in a team? 
How are we complementary within our teamwork so that we are moving towards that, that level of success that we want in order to meet our goals? That's what I think about in terms of a mechanism, teamwork. That's what I think about. How about you? What do you think about? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I like that a lot. I think that's really spot on with what, um, when I think about a mechanism, I'm thinking, you know, inherently communication. But the communication itself, like as we're trained as marriage and family therapists, the communication itself has to symbolize teamwork. Yeah. You're not talking over each other. You're not just, well, we're going to do it my way. I see this a lot. Yeah. We're going to just do it my way because I've done it before. And you know, that's not teamwork. Yeah. That's not being equally yoked. That is hierarchy. Yeah. Oh. So if the listeners were like, well, what would be the, you know, you know, the opposite of like equally yoked? Hierarchy. <laughs> Yes. Am I good. no no? Let's go there. Very Am I wrong? Good point. Very good wrong? point. No, excellent point right there. Very excellent point. Right. Yeah. Like that's hierarchy. And once you establish hierarchy with your antics engaging in poor communication, you've now disrupted that mechanism that c- keeps you guys working together. Because I have that yet balance. to hear. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Balance. I see. Those are the words that are the opposite of hierarchy. Hierarchy is not about buying balance. Balance. It's about top down. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Hierarchy is the opposite of being, you know, working together. It's no, uh, there is a supervisor or a directive given. Like those are all aspects of not being equally yoked and communication is the key. So I know it may sound, you know, pretty cliche to our listeners, but we, we, we are stressing that. Remember, it's not just the topic, but you can, the, the, the mechanism of communication itself can and should symbolize being equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Do we have respect for each other? Can I empathize? Can I, can I give you space to talk? Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I push for vulnerability? And then can we also compromise and negotiate in a healthy way? So right. those are aspects right. of being equally Do yoked. I feel safe in being vulnerable? Correct. You know, Correct. Can, can I communicate my, can I be assertive with you? Can I communicate what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing without you criticizing me, without you taking those things and twisting them. Correct. You know? And so, yeah, Correct. communication Correct. Is, is a major mechanism that you can use in order to establish that, that sense of being balanced and equally yoked, you know? Um, yeah. You know, what, what would you say are some other areas of, of compatibility, of, of alignment that people may ignore that's important to the, this conversation around being equally yoked? What, what are some other areas? I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of different areas. I mean, like there's there's parenting that, that that's a big right. one. Uh, oh yeah. There's 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 uh, sex and intimacy. Major. Um, let's talk right. about let's talk about that one a little bit. Let's talk about the sex one for for a little bit. Yeah. Right. You I know. mean, like we every human being has a sexual appetite, but it may vary based on yep. the extent, yes. frequency, duration, intensity. Yeah. Right. So what does it mean to be in alignment with your partner sexually? Um, And when I say that, I know I gave um, some uh, indicators, right? So you heard me say things like frequency and duration and Mm -hmm. and intensity. Those are all very valid. But let's also be real. And we're in 2021. I'm even bold enough to say that even sexual compatibility uh, and and sex and intimacy can also revolve around behaviors Mm -hmm. and interests sexual intimate interests right. like it can vary you know right. there's some we've talked about this in previous there are people who are open and very open and willing to like try all kinds of stuff yep. so why would you go and jump your nose and go be with somebody who is vanilla not as open right 
But then, but then here we go again. Sorry, listeners. But then again, say, well, we go to the same church. Well, you played yourself. <laughs> right. You played yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because unless unless God is truly in that bedroom to really facilitate the conversation, you have played yourself. Yeah. You are not equally yoked with your partner. Right. So just because you go to the same church or just because like you can quote the same scripture or even if you are an amazing farmhand, that does not symbolize that like to Brother Reek's point, that compatibility is that easy. Right. When naturally, as human beings, we are different. Mm -hmm. I always, I'm sorry, but I always tell my couples day in and day out, you you two are you, you two are different people. Yeah. I know you love each other, and I know you're married, or I know you're in a committed relationship. But I'm sorry, you're two different people, which means you have two different needs. You have different sets of needs, and so it's a dance, right? Is one of the biggest? Isn't one dance. of the biggest metaphors for marriage and family therapy is it's a dance yeah. being in a relationship. Yep. Okay, so how do you dance? Yeah, yeah. Parenting. Yeah. How do you how do you dance? Somebody is is has has some passive, permissive parenting, while someone else is like author authoritarian. Yeah. Okay, well, how does that work? That's right. so out of whack. Oh yeah, yeah. See, yeah. so I mean, I just threw out a couple of those. I mean, but like you know, what, what are your thoughts either to, to those or are there other ones that we I can mean for the folks? I want to. I, I do want to talk about the sexual one for a second because that is so important. I. I Sex is not the most important factor in a healthy relationship, but it's major. It's yeah. major. Sexual compatibility, yeah. um, the way that you guys interact with one another and um, feel each other, the way you vibe, is very, very important. That whole sexual intimacy is very important, or physical in intimacy is very important. Well, let's, say, let's stick with sexual. And go, kind of going to your point before, making sure that you are being very um, transparent about what your needs are, what your desires are with your partner, because you may find out that your partner may can't get, will not go, or is not willing to go where you are. You know, um, I, I think about this panel I was on before about, um, you know, sexual behavior and, you know, talking about being vanilla versus being, uh, what's the other term where you, where you're very open to, to trying different things. Um, I can't even think what the word is. But in which way, not vanilla. <laughs> Let's just say yeah. that. And when we <laughs> yeah. talk about being vanilla, mean being very plain, being, you know, they define it very differently. But basically somebody who just, you know, they do missionary and that's it. They're not trying anything else. No. Um, but people who are, you know, don't want to label them freaks, but people who just like to try different things right, sexually. Yeah. You, you want to make sure that you guys are in alignment there somewhere. You know, even if there are things that you haven't tried, you want to be with somebody who is willing to try. Because if you're with somebody who doesn't have a, a very strong appetite for, for sex or they're um, intimidated by doing things that don't seem very traditional, yeah. then you're probably not going to be very satisfied yourself with that person. Yeah. You know, So you want to be better aligned with your, your, your flavors and your tastes that you have for, um, for intercourse. And, and, and not even just intercourse. Just a whole sexual experience. You know, what about people who aren't really into physical touch? But for you, that's such a major component of who you are in terms of your love languages. And part of what gets you to be more aroused is being massaged, is being touched, is being caressed. But your partner doesn't do that. Correct. You're out of alignment. Yeah. You're not equally yoked. When it comes to physical affection and physical touch, you're not in alignment. 
You know, so you yeah. want to, those are things that you also, again, need to explore with your mate. And as you're seeing that happen, don't ignore it. Yeah, we have a great life. Maybe we are in alignment when it comes to um, financial decision making. Maybe we are in alignment when it comes to our religious background. But we are so not compatible. And I see this all the time with clients. Where you have one person who really connects physically and sexually. And the other person is like, you know, they have a, a, a low um, sex drive. Yeah. What, what do you do then? What do you do then? Are you going to go out and cheat now? Are you going to have a conversation around having an open relationship? Are you going to sex therapy? How are you going to handle that divide, that imbalance in sexual, um, I don't want to say promiscuity, but sexual behaviors? How are you going to, yeah. how are you going to bridge that divide? You want to have those kind of conversations early. Yeah. No, I think you're spot on. And I think um, one other thing, thing not specific towards that but when you were talking it made me even think about the implications of therapy and that is it can even be applied in therapy in order for things like couples therapy marital therapy to work you need both folks to show up in an equally yoked position you yeah. both need to be ready you both need to be open you he both said, he said need position to be, <laughs> yeah i know right no pun intended right you know um but it, it, it's it's part of that. I mean, like it, it's because it's about the process. That's why I love. Like I always laugh. I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, I love how people are just throwing all kinds of words out here, and they don't really understand the true processes that go behind such words. Right. So so if you're if you're a listener, you're talking about like, yeah, it's important for me to be equally yoked. Sit down with yourself, define it, ask your partner, let them define it, and see what that means. That's part of being on a team. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, NFL season's about to start, right? One of the best examples, like I, I, you hear every year at the beginning of the season, is what's the what's the projection of each team, mm -hmm. and 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 the reason why that's important is because everything is relative, right? So one team may have been so bad that just winning the division, like that's a win. That's the biggest win that that for them. That's right. a successful season. Right. Then you have contenders. Contenders aren't worried about winning the division. They're like, we need to win the title. Right. So you, they both have goals, and there's nothing wrong with it. But the, to your point, the team members all have to, in order to be an equally yoked team, all members have to buy in into the same shared goal, right. which means that will allow you to put in the, the good amount of effort to to push towards like that that the, that 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 common goal. That proper effort, the proper. Correct. You know, you can put in a lot of effort, but if it's not the proper effort for the goal that you're trying to Amazing achieve, it, you're not going to you're not going to reach that goal. Amazing point. But yeah. you also have to listen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That 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 that's that, that's part of being on a team. You yeah. got to get feedback. Hey, you know what? I think we need you better in this position. What do you think? Like, let's figure it out. And and blah blah blah. I mean, like these things happen, but that's part of being on a team. Mm -hmm. Right? Like yeah. it goes back to the conversation. Equally yoked means working together. Yep. How are you working together? Working together is not barking orders at your partners, folks. No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, all. seriously, like that's not, not at all. that that even 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 your own damn pet. Well, well someone someone needs to be the captain, right? Somebody needs to be the captain of the team, right? Yeah, I mean, look, that's fine. I mean, then to go find people who have psychological profiles that fit that. I'm right, sorry, exactly. But, <laughs> but the average person is not going to be receptive to that over time, right? Over time, that gets annoying because you know why? That is not being equally yoked. That's not equity. Mm -hmm. And that's not even like true respect. 
that right. actually facilitates all these things that we've been talking about. Right. But even being a captain, even as a captain of a team, that doesn't mean that you dominate. That doesn't mean that everyone does everything that you say. No, as a captain, that's just a leadership role to make sure that every, yeah. <laughs> to make sure that everyone's fulfilling their roles. That's all. You know, you're not as a team captain, you're not the coach. You're not the you're not the the um again, it's not a hierarchical. You know, you're not the person who's in charge of this. You're just the one going out there and leading on the field saying, "Okay, these are the things that we might want to do, what we might want to consider. You know, how do you see your role going?" Yeah. You know, so no, you you just point. you're just leading the conversation. That's all. That's all you're doing. You know, but again, I'm thinking and everything you're talking about just as, you know, as a team coming together looking at the football season, it's that common vision. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, do we is. share a common vision? And once you start breaking down what that vision is in all areas of your life, that is where you begin to see where you are compatible, where you're not compatible, where you are equally yoked, where you're out of alignment. Agree. It's that conversation I mean, around what that exactly. vision is for us. Not anybody us. else. Not us. how our parents did it. Correct. Or our grandparents did it or how our siblings are doing it. No. Or our friends are doing it. No. How are we? What is our common vision for what we want in our relationship and our future? And then we start working towards that and make sure that we're in alignment in all those different areas. And that's not to say that if you're not in alignment to begin with, that you can't get into alignment. No. And so as we begin to, to wrap this show up, let's talk a little bit about how do you actually get in better alignment? You were mentioning before, you know, asking about the mechanisms that you would use, that communication and everything. But how do we get into better alignment if you find that there are certain areas, some key areas where you're not in alignment? How can you actually get into better alignment with one another? Well, I mean, you, you, I mean, real quick, you have to become aware um, and to be more specific in terms right. of communicating, you guys actually have to like map this out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I would highly suggest sometimes I tell my couples, y'all need to go sit down and y'all need to write this out. Cause sometimes that's an experiential kind of situation where you need to see what your definition of success looks like for the year versus right. what your partner does. You see, because you keep that stuff up in your brain, it, it's, it, it never makes sense after yeah. a while. It yeah. just all blurs together. And then you get confused why your partner isn't seeing your vision. Going back to the sports analogy, why do you think coaches use the whiteboard? Mm -hmm. They use the chalkboard. It's a vision. You see, you are over here. You are over here. You are over here. Here's where we mess up at times. So what do you guys think? How do we, right? And, and to Brother Reek's point, but if you do it, these conversations, the awareness, it has to be on a co-pilot status. It got to be co-directorship. It got to be co-captainship. <laughs> right. Don't start none of that like dictatorship or barking orders or whatever, because just like any team, I'm sorry, you will get released and you will get traded yep. at some point. <laughs> you will. Cut it out. You, you will get cut, traded. Cut, I'm telling you, right. cut that out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And being equally yoked is we're working together for a common goal. Right. No matter what topic it is on, remember, folks, we are working together on a common goal. That means I have to give and take. You have to give and take. But we got to learn from each other and we got to push each other. We got to motivate each other. Right. I mean, that's, that's the, the respect. Yeah. Yeah. And what I think about, you know, in terms of actually moving into better alignment, I think about compromise. I think about negotiation. Oh, yeah. So as you're having these conversations around you know, that common vision and you're realizing that there's certain key areas where you're not in alignment. Well, now this is where the negotiating begins to, to happen. You know, what are you actually open to exploring? You know, what yeah. are you what are you open to to discovering? What are you, um, you know, willing to do? Again, we begin to finances, you know, what is it that you're 
you know, you really need versus what you want, you know, and you start having those conversations and you have to negotiate. You have to negotiate. You have to compromise, you know, in order to become in better alignment. You can't be so stuck in what you think things should be that you're not allowing that flexibility that Dr. John mentioned earlier. You know, you want to think about how can we be better aligned? What are some areas where I, I can look at things differently? I can gain a different perspective so that my thinking and my my desires are in better alignment with you. And same for you with me. You know, yeah. can we be flexible in how we approach things? Can we be fe- flexible in our family planning? What yeah. are you open to? If this is what you had ideally in your mind of how you wanted your life to look like, what are you open to exploring that may be a little bit different than that, but not so far different that you feel like you're Correct. you're you're not even yourself anymore. Correct. Correct. You know? That's a good point. So yep. it's about finding that alignment with one another um, through that compromise and through that negotiation. That's what I'm thinking. So, well, look, man, time is running down on us this week. Dr. John, what are some of your thoughts on, you know, our, our um, equally being equally yoked? Unequally yoked. Now, what, what, yeah, what are, what are some bullet points you have, you know, your, your noble truths, your noble truths for the people? Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean for me, it's simple. Um, define it for yourself. Talk to your partner. Um, have more fluid conversations about what the team goals are mm-hmm. and use collaborative language. Right. Because oh, part yeah. of being equally yoked is being collaborative, yep. working together. Yep. That's it for me, brother. What about you? Again, I think when it comes to talking about being equally yoked, expand your definition way beyond religiosity. Talk about all those different areas we talked about today and explore the other ones. You know, talk about, you know, being sexually compatible. Talk about financial compatibility, um, family planning and all those things, you know, but just it's really about getting to that common vision talk about what your vision is for your life and then just break it down what are all those different areas that where we need to be in alignment so that we can be successful moving forward you know that that common vision that that team what is our our common vision as a team that's what that's what i'm thinking yeah i think that's spot on brother yeah spot on yeah common vision common vision all right guys well look at it's been a wonderful, wonderful show, and hopefully you took a lot out of it. Um, Dr. John, break it down for the folks. How can we find out where you are and more about what you got going on? Uh, come check us out at www.kingsoftheheart.com. Um, see what we have planned ahead. Um, check out our podcast all over uh, streaming uh, apps. Um, you can also uh, check me out at www.rccmaryland.com. Type in Dr. John Hart. I'm all over the place. Uh, yeah, brother. Where, where can we find you? Where can we see what you're up to? Like Dr. John said, find me at Kings of the Heart. You can find us at kingsoftheheart.com. You yep. can also find us. Actually, we um we have a Kings of the Heart page on Facebook. I think we have a Kings of the Heart page on IG as well. We don't. Do we have? I think we have one on Twitter too. I think we're on Twitter as well, right? Have you checked it? <laughs> I haven't checked that page in a while. <laughs> but yeah, we're all over the place. As Kings of the Heart, you can find me as Tariko Mari Walton anywhere on the internet um, or on different. Uh, I'm just all over the place as well. Yeah, but um, yeah. you know, we we are quite visible. But if you yeah. find out, want to find out just about Kings of the Heart, KingsoftheHeart.com is where yep. it all starts, and yep. um, that's where you that's where you see us. All oh. right. 
All right, guys, we got to go. Hopefully you take a lot from today's topic and we will um, see you next time. All right, Dr. John, have a good one, brother. Take care, brother. You too. All right, man. Peace.